Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We're talking about the Marvel TV series Loki. We're on episode two, which is called The Variant. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. So, The Variant, we have Loki who has teamed up with the TVA to find himself and to find the Variant, which is himself, um, going around stealing these bombs that blow up timelines so they can put things back together and um, they're tracked to a renaissance fair in 1985. In, in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Yeah. And um, they're having an issue trying to catch up with the Loki variant and so basically the story is Loki comes up with a, a way of guessing where he might be in the future and and you know and help out with the TVA although I don't know we don't know if he's totally on board with what they're trying to do he wants to meet with the um the timekeepers, and maybe to take over or whatever. So obviously he has his own agenda, but of course he wants to take over. Yeah, he's the god of mischief. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I mean he's. I liked. I really liked this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that he did try to trick them when, when. Loki and Mobius and the agents went to Oshkosh to fix the timeline and see if they could find the um, variant. Find the variant, the other variant Loki. But he, you know, he was just trying to test his boundaries to see if he could trick them. You know, he sort of keeps falling back into his old, uh, old ways. Like he wants to help. But there's that pull of him being Loki, and um, because it's just it's tempting and it's easy and it's and it's just how he is. So yeah, um, when something presents itself that's too easy to you know to ignore, you, you know you have to go with it, and that's what he is looking for, and he's going to probably end up doing that all the time he's always looking for that angle even though he might be on the good path ultimately he he's swayed away from that very easily right um you know so again some pretty good humor in this one we have um, him putting on the coat and it has the variant on the back of it and he's like yeah yeah okay very <laughs> funny um And um, if there's a lot of at, character at the end of this series, if Mobius and Loki aren't riding jet skis, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that probably would be uh, something that would be leading to. Again, um, I did a little bit of research. This show has was affected by COVID, so we don't know how much of it has changed. So 
we might be in the same situation where some of the storyline had to change, be changed. So, you know, I think that's the norm for the next year or so when it comes to any TV show, especially movies, maybe not as much. Um, but kind of a neat little idea Loki comes up with of where is the variant going to hide and they hide in a place of a, an apocalypse. Yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah, because <laughs> you can do whatever you want to because it's not going to change anything because all these people are going to be dead. So they go to uh, Pompeii. Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, You're all going to die. Ha, 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 ha. See, nothing yeah. happened. Yeah. I thought they might have done um, like Owen or Owen uh, Mobius is like um, let's start small you know and he's just doing a couple little things you know making the bird noises or whatever and Loki's like no no you can do whatever you want and um, and then they discussed over lunch they discussed uh, there's no free will a lot of good discussion here there's, there's a, still a lot of backstory about time travel um yeah, there were some really good um, conversations between Mobius and Loki to the point that I like paused it and went back and put on the closed captioning and wrote it down because I thought it was just, I thought especially, it was great. You know, there was the salad scene where we find out that Ragnarok is two salt shakers in a salad, <laughs> or the apocalypse yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Not only are they developing these two characters, and they're developing Mobius character especially, but they're also trying to explain again and again and again the timeline. And a lot of these things are are going to probably come into play. How if something gets too damaged, the timeline gets too damaged, that it's too late to do anything about it, and it wrecks time, which is a potential um, lead into what's going to happen. Um, this they're mentioned as a nexus event, which is, um, you know, we, we've also heard that, you know, it's almost like a constant or a, what's that called in Doctor Who, a um, fixed point in time fixed or whatever. Point in time, yeah. And this really did start to delve into Doctor Who-ish territory. Yeah. They, um, you know on the timeline and everything and and it was there were similar which i mean i think it's going to happen with any show that that delves into time travel you've got to have you got to have make some sense of it even if it is an impossible thing to do in reality um in a show or a movie it it has to make some sense there have to be some rules yeah so i like that they do that i i I'm still puzzled by what exactly the timekeepers are doing. Like, why are they doing it? Yeah, I, I, I think it's, I saw a video that it tried to explain some of it. I don't know much about the comic book. I don't know anything about the comic book with their, their characters, but. They're not, they're hardly ever in the comic yeah. books. I mean, I, I thought what I can get out of it is that they want time to go the way they want it to. Yeah. The way they see fit. Right, but why? That's what I want to know. I always want to know the why. 
Well, I think they mentioned in the first episode that there was some sort of, there were multi-verses going on and there was total chaos. And I don't know if it led to destruction of everything and they had to write it or they just decided, hey, this is the best way to go. So I don't know. It's it's a vague thing and I don't know if that's going to be addressed in this series or not. I don't know if it'll be addressed in this series, but it definitely the way they're saying multiverses and all that is definitely all tying into that Doctor Strange movie that's supposed to come out next year. In the yeah. in the rumorette, there's going to be three Spider-Mans and mm-hmm. next Spider-Man movie is like starting to make sense while these are rumors. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, you know, the timekeepers are so omnipresent. You know, they are, their figures of them are everywhere. They're constantly referring to them. Loki is so determined to have a meeting with them that there's got to be something that's going on with, with them and, and why they're doing it. And he doesn't understand why they're doing it. You know, and mm. I just, it feels to me like they're, they have to play some part in the whole, you know, reason of, for this show to, to exist and be doing what it's doing. Yeah, I mean, they might ultimately be the, the quote-unquote the bad guy. The what? Yeah, the villains yeah. of the show. Yeah. 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 Um. I, to I a think, to a de- to a degree, yeah. go ahead. Well, one of them could be Kang the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. They could bring him in through this. I know he's supposed to be in the Ant Man movie. Yeah, there there's one of the videos I had watched had a picture of the one of the statues, and it looks very vaguely familiar with the actor who was going to play Kang. So that, that that's a possibility. I don't know if they would go that far as introduce a character that's they're supposed to introduce an Ant Man. They would actually introduce him on this show, but all bets are off with these shows. They they are going to have stronger connections with the movies, and they could potentially do that. I mean, we already I think uh, Julie Lewis Dreyfus's character was supposed to be in one of the movies, and she was introduced in um, the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So exactly. So. Yeah, so that's a possibility. Um, they're a little bit like, you mentioned Doctor Who, and again, I don't know when the comic book came out the, with all this stuff, but um, Time Lords, TVA, there's a lot of similarities. And, you know, I don't think it's, it's there's, there's connections, and I, we, I guess we could discuss all day of the different connections, but um, it definitely... Uh, it's familiar with us because we're Doctor Who fans. We know kind of what's going on. and We've seen stuff similar to this in Doctor Who. So. Yeah, well, it does make... It, it does allow you to make a little more sense of time travel rather than it just being, what the heck, how can you do that, you know, not understanding it. I think there's there was some confusion with Endgame because I think the time travel that was presented in Endgame was sort of not handled perfectly they but, they had some issues yeah. with it and i still think that's by design I, because of what's going on now i still think that might be kind of yeah. by design. well it, it, it could be I, I i also think that part of the problem was the way that it was presented in endgame there's an answer for it but when the creators came out and said no this is what how it works 
they contradict what they were trying to present on the screen. So I don't know if I have the confidence that the writers knew exactly what they were doing with that. I think they sort of m they messed up a little have. bit. Well, they, they might have. have. Because, you know, was Kevin Feige, Feige you know, yeah. he runs the whole thing. So I'm sure he has this all planned out and like, hey, this is what we're going to do for the next phase. And, hey, I need this put in endgame for could very possibly be, you know. Yeah, that's, I that's mean, my theory. I always yeah. thought that was my, the theory when, I, when people were complaining about the time travel. I always thought it was done on purpose for a reason. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on what you're talking about. Um, part of it is when Captain America goes back into time, he has to also be able to travel all over the place to find those stones. And he's trying to return them to their existing time frame. Um, Which we don't know if he does or not because there's a whole box of them in the TVA that they use for paperweights. Well, the box in the TVA had duplicates. They had three or four of each stone. The point of the matter is every time a new timeline was created, everything's duplicated or most right, everything's so duplicated. Take, right, they, right. They take the wrong stones out of time and they use them for paperweights, including the time stone, which Dr. Strange never touched. He, it was always levitated. Yeah. So Loki was actually the first MCU character to touch a time stone. So um, in a time, in a time um, branch that's going to be reset, you can take the stones from there and reset it and the stones become useless. I think that's right. how that works. And this is also, these multiverses is also different ways that they can bring back heroes that have died too. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, Chris Evans changed his mind and wants to be Captain America again. Boom, here we go, TVA. Robert Downey Jr. wants to be Iron Man again. But, but what what what's happened is the timeline that was created. There was a separate timeline, and but they were saying, "Oh no, uh, Steve Rogers is is in the existing timeline." The old Steve Rogers. It's like, yeah, but if you go and change that, it, it's it's confusing, and I don't know if they totally get it, and I don't know by the end of the next several years we're going to be like, oh, they 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 completely answered all the questions and it all makes sense i i don't know I, mean, I don't have the confidence that they're that thought you know when you do time travel you're going to screw up it's just the nature of it or maybe uh, this phase five is fixing the screwed up time travel that happened in endgame because kevin fiji didn't figure whatever didn't like it well says we got to fix it yeah i don't know if it's that big of a deal i, I mean you know and, and I'm having trouble remembering what I had issue with. I didn't have any issues with that. Well, I, I did because I, 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 well, I, I think there's a way. It's, 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 it's Steve Rogers living his life out with Peggy Carter. It changes mm -hmm. everything that Peggy Carter was. Peggy Carter did everything that she did after Steve Rogers left because she was, she was by herself and she did all this. She created, uh, you know, she started Shield basically. And all this other stuff because of that. But as soon as he goes back in time and gets back together with her again, there's a new timeline. And so there's a Peggy Carter variant that the TVA eliminated or took out of the time stream. 
and erased Agent Carter TV show. Then she, and they also erased Shield. So now yeah, Winter Soldier didn't happen. Why was he an Agents of Shield TV show? Who? No, they used to. They, how do you know they got rid of Shield? Anybody could have created Shield. But in in they they mentioned several times that Peggy Carter was in Winter Soldier, not Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. They had a picture of her. I thought, and he's like, oh yeah, she was responsible for starting Shield. All that's well, gone. Maybe that part of Peggy Carter is true, but they got rid of different Peggy Carters. We don't okay. know. Well, and the point of what I'm trying to make is we have our timeline. And if you're saying to me that they erased that timeline, so every movie that we've seen up this point really didn't no, happen that No, I didn't that say way. that the movies okay. got erased. I just said her show and no. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Daredevil and thank God. I yeah, I, I know what you're saying. You're, they're, they're, you're trying to – that's a convenient way to get rid of the idea of all the other shows. Right. And, it's and, also a convenient idea to bring back characters who are dead by having yeah. variants. Like Steve Rogers wants to come back, so they get rid of the old Steve Rogers and the young Steve it, Rogers comes back. But you can't, you can't cherry-pick who you pick out of it. I mean, Agent Carter no, is – yeah. So everything that – Agent Carter TV series did fits in with the MCU, but if you take her out, you're you're altering the MCU. It all depends when Steve Rogers went back and met okay. up with her. It could have been okay. after she started Shield. Okay, so um, and anyways, we're we're not gonna. <laughs> no, I'm, we're gonna continue to disagree and. Well, get a... I, yeah, I I I don't think that's what their plan is. Um, my, my, my point is there's a separate timeline, and that's fine. You can exist with separate timeline, but now everyone's saying, no, 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 they erased that. If you I erase think, that timeline, you erase a lot of what we saw in the movies. I think we should fall back to old reliable and blame Mephisto. Well, anyways. <laughs> um, anyways, I, we still got a big thing to talk about that we haven't revealed yet of this show. Okay. Go ahead. That we got Lady Loki is the actual variant, and not everyone was thinking it was going to be a, a male, it, but it was actually the female version, which was a very popular character in the comic book, which came out in the, the 2000s. Yeah, but she's different than the character that she is because she's blonde hair and skinny. And you know, this one was like more like she hulky built type, it was just like. And when you say everyone thought it was a male Loki, you mean the characters in the show. Because yes, a lot of because fans... Because <laughs> it was very easy to, to see from the, her silhouette and when they showed her hands and stuff like that, that it was obviously a woman. But yeah. yes, the, char the TVA all thought it was a male. Yes. Well, everyone thought in the, in, in the series, everyone thought that because all the variants that they show are all male, they're, right. they're changed, they're different. Some of them are like... Um, if they were trying to trying to steer away from the female, they didn't really do that good of a job because they should have had her wear gloves because it was obviously a female hand, just the way the nails were, and you could tell. Well, there's that stuff. plus the fact that they had cast her. The the actress was known to play in this series, and the rumors were coming out already because the, it existed in the comic book. Right, but and, the silhouette you could, you could kind of yeah, tell. Yeah. And the trailer, 
and the fact mm-hmm. that I guess they released two episodes to a lot of reviewers ahead of time. Yeah, and, and I and, didn't read any of the reviews because some of those reviewers suck because they were giving stuff away, and I yeah. didn't read any of the reviews because I didn't want it to be spoiled. But I think we we even mentioned that it was that it was probably we did we did so I mean I don't think it was total surprise for us anyways but um I love the line me I presume (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people were thinking oh it's not Lady Loki because she's blonde hair so it's Enchantress and I'm like well no no, there are some theories that it is I was like yeah that it's who the Enchantress. Enchantress. Which is from Asgard. Because when in the credits, in I guess in the foreign credits, the actress is billed as Sylvie, which is the Enchantress's first name. Hmm. The her yeah. character is billed as Sylvie. Huh. Interesting. That is interesting. Is that in? Well, it would have been in this episode, right? The second one that that, that would, would have be an actually up. actual good twist if it turns out to be the Enchantress. Okay, I don't know anything about the Enchantress. Was she in it before the movies? She was. I'm it. assuming, but uh... she was in the comic book. She's never been in any of the movies. Okay. She is actually a Thor villain, Avengers mm-hmm. villain. Yeah, she was in the old old comics, from what I was reading. Okay. Like comics from the '60s, and yep. she is trying wow. to get rid of Thor's love interest because she's in love with him, and you know, typically portrayed the way they portrayed women. She's not just in the old comics, but she's uh, she's from the. Well, this is what I read. I don't read. Comics. I know, I know, I know, I know. But no, she's from the beginning of Marvel comics when they when Stanley created his his line. Okay, so um, so it, if it's the Enchantress, she's just pretending to be a variant of Loki, which is fine. Or she um, is Loki. Yeah. You doing the? He had that whole whole section there where he was talking to her or talking to the TVA about the difference between the two two things he could do and one. One was molecular and one wasn't. Like I, I, I can't even. It was like beyond that wasn't, his yeah. explanation. But um, I don't know. But it's important because they mentioned it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there was. Um, mm-hmm. He was explaining the difference between like a, a a glamour or whatever, where you you basically send a an image of. Yeah, like a hologram. As opposed then, to a um, duplication. Where it's right. actually you, right, right, but a duplicate of you or something, yeah, yeah. So, a um, couple of things to look at there. Um, obviously, I think Loki says, "Well, wait a minute, I'm I'm going to overthrow the timekeepers. You want to join up with me or whatever?" And she seems to have another plan. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she is seems to be hell bent on wanting to destroy the timeline to make all the multiverse people come through because you saw it all split off. So, you know, all those variants were coming like, you know, like another Spider-Man or. Yeah. So stuff like that, like. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how those bombs would create those the multiverse because they were meant to destroy branches. I don't know how they could, 
you know, maybe she altered them or something, but that's the cliffhanger is the bombs yeah, go off I'm, and the multi I'm sure we'll find out in episode three next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that there was a real, um, um, almost religious overtone, not like overtly religious, but the, well, excuse me, the, um, you know, Mobius says he believes he believes in the Time Lords and he, and he, it, everything that the, he believes the Time Lords are real. Timekeepers. Because he <laughs> believes it's real, which is, you know, he's never seen them. Yeah. But he believes in them and he believes they're real. And, and you know, this whole thing is sort of a, a creation story, um, Genesis kind of thing. And it, it does have this sort of quasi-religious it does. And plus, we also find out the timekeepers, they, they also know how the universe is going to end, because Zulki says, can I see how the universe ends? And she goes, that's access is denied. Or whatever. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, so it does, the timekeepers so... know how this timeline is going to end. Well, didn't Miss Minutes it also when say... Kevin Fiji says so. Boom. Did, didn't Miss Minutes also say it's a work in progress, too? So they right, contradict because themselves. they're still working on it. Hmm. So they know how it's going to end, but it's a work in progress. Or maybe it's a work in progress for the TVA to know, but the timekeepers think they know. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they have statues everywhere also lends into that theory of and the it, religious. Yeah, the building that they work in is, is you know, when you go out into, like, the public areas, it's very cathedral-looking, you know. And one of those statues definitely looks like Kang, but I could just be looking yep. too much into it. Because mm-hmm. I really don't think he's going to appear in this, to be honest. Okay. Well, that's my theory. I hope I'm proven wrong. <laughs> well, you had mentioned earlier that you thought he might, you know, we just mentioned that the whole thing that he could be because they've introduced other characters. The, um, yeah, statues everywhere and sort of this, um, definitely that could be, you know, and that goes kind of back to the, a lot of the people in the TVA seem to be disconnected from reality. Like, um, like the, uh, like, Mo- like the guy in the first episode who didn't know what a fish was. Yeah, and Mobius um, is a fan of jet skis. And he's never seen one. Never yeah. been on one. And, and so there, there, is, there is a level of that which might come back at some point. And this is one of the things we talked about is even though maybe you guys disagreed or Jeff disagreed with me, I don't think there's going to be another Wanda vision. I think that's a one shot. Uh, you could potentially have Wanda and Vision together again, but not. I don't think it's going to be the same because no. you're not going to go back to a TV show. Well, they could obviously you bring that up. Remember at the end of WandaVision and she was in the that cottage or hut or whatever, and she yeah. hears her her children. Mm-hmm. That could be tied in to when these bombs go off and the variants come back, the variants of her children. Yes, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. We didn't see something like that with the other one, you know, um, the other show. But, um, yeah, that's a possibility. Um, but there could be a, a, a ongoing series with Loki um, because we know how Loki's story ends, but at this point he's out of time and this could go on. So it's unless, obviously, it's too early to tell, but this could be a show that goes on for a while. So they, they don't have to 
It doesn't have to have an endpoint. Or well, it, could, it could have an endpoint, but it doesn't have to be. No, now that you have two of them, they could continue with Lady Loki if they wanted to, if she's actually Lady Loki. Um, but I think well, she is, to be honest. I love the visuals of the show. There's a lot of um, visual references to uh, Metropolis, the original, uh, the, the old movie. Um, with that type of structure. There's at one point the elevator is coming down, which reminded me a lot of Blade Runner, which is also one that takes from Metropolis, but with those statues and everything, it's just, you know, they've definitely put a lot of that in. The old technology is still there with that old monitor on the screen and everything. And, um, you know, just overall, the visuals are, are pretty cool at the TVA. So I'm enjoying that part of it. Um, one of the things I thought was kind of awkward, and at by the end of it, I thought it was only me, but I guess a lot of people online were saying the same thing, is the woman at the Renaissance Fair looked a lot like Agatha. Um, I don't know why they hired an actress to look just like that actress, but the woman said a couple of words even. She was focused, centered, and everything like that. And I said, well, but wait, that's kind of weird why they would hire someone that looked just like her. So not the same actress, but then some people online were saying that they thought that was Agatha. And I, didn't, I wouldn't go that far. It just seemed kind of odd that you would hire someone that distinctly looks like Agatha or the actress that plays her. And um, so. Well, I mean, it was at a Renaissance fair, hairstyles. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, you know, it didn't. I didn't notice that, but you know. Yeah, it just at first I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, that's her." And then when I looked at the credits, I said, "Oh, I guess not. It's a different actress." But a couple of people online are saying that they think it is her, and that she would she lived in the Renaissance era or whatever. So, but whatever. I, I just think it's. It's similar to that Peggy Carter thing where some people thought they saw her in the background. Maybe it's just these Easter yeah. eggs that they're putting in to trick people into, or at least have people talk about it, even though they're not real. But I'm just throwing that out there. I don't think it is anyone that we need to worry about. But I don't think so. I think it's just people looking into things that's not there. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Anything else in this one? No. no. I'm definitely looking forward to this Wednesdays. Yep. And for some reason, it seems like Disney Plus is now releasing all their stuff on Wednesdays now, no longer going to be on Fridays. Okay. Well, maybe they so get... So Bad Batch is probably the last show that's released on, on Fridays. So the next show is going to be on Wednesdays? I believe so, yes. Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, um, maybe it's, they get, I don't know. I can't imagine that they get more views on a Wednesday as opposed to a Friday, but maybe. Um, I, don't, I don't know. That's, I don't know what yeah. they're thinking. Is that maybe they're thinking, oh, things are opening up and people are going to be start going out on Fridays now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. Oh, this okay. episode got 100% fresh on the tomato thing, rotten tomatoes, or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks for listening.